Hey, it's your favorite podcast. Back again with Will and Spaz. Confidence. It's all within you. Aliens one and all, welcome, welcome, welcome to Godfidence. I'm your host, Matthew Williams, William Spaz. I hope you're doing well, just as I am doing well too. And you're not just having confidence, but Godfidence. We continue to ask this question, why do we need Godfidence? And this week's answer is for holistic learning. And this is episode three. The Schoolers Edition, and we have with us two guests this week to discuss this topic with me. They're both well-rounded students, so stay tuned to hear what they have to share. And we begin with pep talk. Let's go right into the topic. What is holistic learning? We might hear this throughout the podcast. This is education with a holistic perspective concerned with the development of every person's intellectual, emotional, social, physical, artistic, creative, and spiritual potentials. It seeks to engage students in the teaching and learning process and encourages personal and collective responsibility. Every child is more than a future employee. Every person's intelligence and abilities are far more complex than his or her scores on a standardized test. Holistic education is based on the premise that each person finds identity, meaning, and purpose in life through connections to a community, to the natural world, to spiritual values such as compassion and peace. Holistic education aims to call forth from people an intrinsic reverence for life and passionate love for learning so holistic learning is not just about the scholarly things but also a rounded basis on sports on spiritual stuff on developing the whole and total man and that's what we'll be talking about in this podcast today this is the next segment of confidence called Past Game, where we will hear real and personal stories told by William Sparrows or for occasional guests. Persons have told me that they are exceptional students, well-rounded students. And so, let's see. Sharing with the platform with us today, we have Olivia Williams and Ricardo Anderson. So guys, welcome. How are you doing? Well, I'm good, Matthew. I'm good. Um, I'm blessed. Um, I think t- t- today's a Sunday, so we had <laughs> church and things. So I'm, I'm good. Doing good. Awesome. I'm and- good as well. It's actually a pleasure to be here. I'm just enjoying my Sunday evening. Sunday is my supper. Awesome. Same here. That, that's the that's the thing for me to rest. So guys, tell me about yourselves. Just give a rundown to the to the listeners what you guys are all about. You can start with Olivia. Greetings everyone. My name is Olivia Williams. I am the current head girl of St. Jacob High School. 
And besides that, I'm involved in a lot of curricular activities. So I am currently chairperson for the first Jamaica Guide Company, otherwise known as Girl Guide. I'm the vice president of Math Club. I am a me member of Model UN, which is Model United Nations. I'm also outside of school. I'm also the Region 6 um, PRO for JMVY. And uh, this year, I am doing Unit 2 CAPE in the following subjects of biology, chemistry, physics, and Caribbean studies. And in the future, with God's grace and mercy, I truly hope to become a forensic science, particularly in toxicology. Awesome. Nice stuff. Carly, you go. Beautiful. Um, my name is Ricardo Anderson. I am a 13th grader at Arden High School. Um, I am it's leadership positions or something. Oh, I am senior advisor for the music club. Um, I am a prefect, I guess. Um, I work more in um, I balance more in um, extracurricular activities. So while I'm excellent in studies and school and them some there are more into creative arts and them some there so uh i do music i do drama i joined technically i joined drumming this year but yeah and apart from that i'm also involved in um uh, my community so i was the co-founder of uh of a club in my community called the majesty garden performing arts club and this club basically we just we are members of the community that impact the community through arts, especially with this COVID-19 situation. Um, we create jingles to help the people um, get into honoring the distance thing and, you know, the protocols. And, you know, yeah, so I'm involved in community as well. Awesome, awesome. And he's also an awesome worship leader. You guys should listen to his group that he's a part of, I Am Remnant. And so, yes, guys, thank you for joining me today. You guys are both awesome persons and balancing life well, I must say, quite well. So share with me, when, when did all this start for you guys? This whole impacting the space around you and not just about grades for you. I heard you mention something like that, Ricardo. Tell me about it. Okay, so um, honestly, for like most of my life, I've been a great kind of person. Um, yeah. I've been more interested in the great side. So if you get 90 and over, that's me. I've always been known for that, for doing yeah. well, you know? But in the recent years, in terms of going, especially going to Arden, a lot of what Arden does is that it doesn't re necessarily focus only on um, your, your, your as only focus on your grades, but it focuses more on you being developed in extracurricular activities. So, um, well, I the Arden has a lot of clubs and. You know, in our, for, I think it's mandatory. I think that you have to be in at least one club. So what they, the, what 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 is really done at Arden is that they 
expand the scope to say that oh you're not only defined by you getting a 90 in a math test you're defined by more than this and also Arden encourages us to do volunteerism so we have a lot of well, I think volunteerism is also mandatory at Arden so um, we have um, like you have to complete a certain hours of voluntary service for the year yeah. but it, may, it basically started for me in terms of outreach and reaching other people as I, I can honestly say that it started with me becoming a Christian, like in the early years of my early years of my high school journey, like actually taking God serious because I've always been a churchy kind of person, but yeah. actually like taking God serious, it really darned upon my heart to like like service for people and improving people's lives and being you know aid for them. So I think um, my Christian side. I don't like saying Christian side, but my Christian identity really <laughs> yeah. impressed upon my passion for um, service. All right, awesome. That's that's great. So, Olivia, share your part on that now. Well, for me, I can remember that in infant coming out of primary school, I was involved in different things. I just know why I just love to be involved. So I remember in, in fan school, I was a part of the musical, it's the current, not the recorder. I remember in primary school, I tried running, but that wasn't for me. <laughs> um, I was in 4-H and I was in this environmental club as well. Um, but as Ricardo said, I was that, you know, that grades person. So even though I was kind of in some clubs, it was mostly the grades for me. And I didn't allow my grades to slip none at all. So I missed some events just for my grades. But you know, primary school is easy about it. Um, but then coming into high school, I think about second, third form is when I really got involved and realized that academics wasn't everything at high school. Um, similar to what your father said, um, it's mandatory that you join at least one or two clubs. And so I was involved in a number of clubs, but similarly with Ricardo, I did not really understand, understood or enjoyed the true meaning of service until I really got involved in my church. That's where I got involved in children ministry, Yaya, um, the drama society, drama club, and also sign language. Yes, I love sign language. So that's when I really truly understood the meaning of being holistic, not only just academics, also developing the other aspects of your life as well. That's awesome. So I see that you guys have really expanded and grown, which is awesome. So you're still part of conference. How that how is that in this approach now to learning that you guys have you now adapted to? How is it in that? Because it's more than just grades. You can't hide behind your grades anymore. It's more of you're open to the world. How does that go? Olivia? Well, for me, it wasn't that easy at first. I mean, I classify myself as an introvert. So opening myself to the world was not something that I readily did. I mean, it wasn't until a year or two ago I actually understood the true power of networking and, you know, 
exploring my space and other opportunities that weren't immediately in my face at the time. And so having confidence in is something that I've learned to develop over the years. And uh, it was hard for me at the start because um, in primary infant school into primary school, um, I love to eat. My mom is a chef, and so I did not like to exercise. You know, I tried a running thing, and that never worked for me. Um, I didn't like PE, and so you know, natural thing, I'm going to gain some weight, and so I got chubby. And then you know, kids can be so cruel. And for the early part of primary school, I was kind of bullied for my weight. And, you know, that kind of hit my self-esteem a whole lot. And it took some time. God knows it took some time. I don't even know how, but, you know, thanks to God, I, you know, I got over it. And, you know, I started to build my confidence again. And I think that's really why I, I focus on my studies, because in some things I just wasn't good at them. I was in 4-H, but I wasn't, I was in the sewing department, but I wasn't the best sewer. I was an environmental fund, but I couldn't be in the dirt because I had eczema, so that would scratch my skin. And so studying, learning, academics, that was the thing that I was good at. And that's why I stuffed it so much. And then over time, you know, I developed that confidence in myself, you know, to explore other areas, to be open in the world. And I can just really say it's because of the grace of God, you know, be more committed to God and, you know, understanding his purpose for me and what he wants for me in me that oomph I needed. Well, cool. That, that's, that's a good step. That's great. That's, an, that's a great appreciation you have, get, you have gained from that experience. And I hope, I think Record can share now experience on that okay um so i can really i think i can really attribute um my confidence in terms of learning i wouldn't really necessarily call it confidence per se but i i think you know i think i, I kind of um approach things with a kingdom mindset i believe that we are all put on this earth for a reason yeah. But furthermore, we are put in the body of Christ. We have a purpose in the body of Christ. And as that purpose, as your purpose, uh, as you come um, into realization of what God has put you here for and where he wants you to go, then you begin to align um, align your steps according to where he wants you to go. So um, especially in the, in the teaching industry, I believe that we are placed in the system to um deliver the system because honestly like honest being like very very honest i do not believe that the education system represents jesus i honestly don't believe that i think that we are taught information and not necessarily knowledge of godly things so apart so even my as you said holistic learning is feeding my spiritual man because i believe that teaching is very important so I, it's not that I, I, I neglect my studies because I definitely don't do that. But um, I realize that it's secondary. I realize that it's my primary, my primary learning capacity is for the things of God. It's for the knowledge of God. It's for those things. And yeah. everything else is secondary. Everything else comes after that. 
I think that I have to be equipped with the knowledge in order to penetrate the spheres of influence and put his kingdom aspects in there. But I believe that, especially even in going to school, yeah. like when God sends you to school, he sends you to learn the system so that you can come back out and deliver it. Sends you to learn the system so that you can be a deliverer of something. So I believe I approach schooling as not like a way to say, oh, um, I'm going to have a PhD, I'm going to have a degree because I'm not put on the earth to have a PhD or have a degree that's yeah. secondary. My primary calling is to displace the kingdom of darkness. So when I approach school, my confidence is in that though this may be hard, this work is this work is hard, I'm trying to manipulate the system. I'm trying to get 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 learn the system so I can overcome it and lead people out of it. So that's basically my view. I love it. So we can hit right off that now. So when we're approaching a situation where we're learning something new and or improving on a talent, let's say you're going to sing as you do, Ricardo. And is it this outright boldness that you have? That that go hard, go home, if you fail, if you crack on stage or not, it doesn't matter, it's go again. Or is it this thing that, all right, let me be more risk conscious and slowly approach it. Well, thanks for that question. Um, I believe in excellence. I believe uh -huh. in excellence. So things like things like preaching, things like teaching, things like singing, things like anything concerning ministry. Yeah. I believe that there is a standard. I believe that there's a standard. I don't believe in half offerings and quarter offerings. I believe that God deserves the best of, of everything that you're going to do. So uh -huh. if if it is that you're going to give him something, I think that you're supposed to give him the best point blank period. In my ministry is subjected to him. Everything that I am doing, he has the instructions. He's the ancient one. Come on, he knows everything. So if I am going, if I want to perfect or be excellent in what I'm offering to him, I can ask him and say, yo, um, daddy, um, this this work, this work failed. Olivia, what's it, what's it for you? Is it that boldness, like, like how Ricardo has put it, that he will be able to go because he's now looking not from himself, but that he's trying to please God. He's pleasing God or everything is directed to God. Or is it that you, you do have that, yes, but it's more of let me manage my risk a little more and be more, maybe I'm more pensive or confident but at a slower approach what's it for you well going off what ricardo said um for me in the earlier part of ministry it was more of i don't want to go up there and embarrass myself right so uh -huh. i can't take embarrassment um so i think that was more for me uh, in the earlier part you know trying so i tried my best to prepare try my best if it was sign language i would try my best to get the signs right you know, make sure I'm saying the right thing and everything. And I remember one way or so that uh, she was there. I said, she, she noticed that um, I was thinking about what I was signing when I actually ministering what I was saying. And she was like, you know, after these people don't know sign language. You could go up there and sign foolishness. But once the ministry, once God is in it, it's going to touch someone's heart. And I don't know when. If it was that period or a little bit before that I kind of transition from, oh, I need to make this perfect. I need to, you know, get it right to, 
are more of you know ministering to God and what it includes. And now it's just a stage that if I am going to be embarrassed, if it's for God, I really don't care. I will embarrass myself for God. I will. I reach a, a point in my life in ministry that if God wants me to spread it on the floor, I will spread it on the floor. Awesome. I will roll in the dirt once it's for God's ministry. <laughs> I will do it. And I think, yeah, that's the stage that I reach now. So I love it because that's, that's, that's where we should be at all times, that it's all sold out for God. It's, it doesn't matter. So in that space, is that same level of confidence carried for you guys in the classroom versus outside? Because you just spoke of outside of the classroom, now in the classroom, in school. Is that the same confidence that you carry over? Well, once again, for me, um, as I look at it, I think it's always a growing thing for me. So going back from I said, primary school, you know, doing GSAC, which is no pep, uh, before, you know, it, I, I'm not ashamed to say it was probably myself. I did not, I don't think I prayed before exam. I don't think I did none of that. You know, just look at preparation and, you know, going to exam and I passed. So, you know, I feel good in myself or anything. And then, you know, transitioning to high school up to like second form, there about third form. I th yeah, I think it was just mostly myself. And, but as I said, it's more like, you know, I didn't have much confidence. I think I have more confidence in myself then. And then that really reflected in my grades. Because I remember in first form, first term, I failed. I failed. And my mom was so shocked. Because, you know, you're a 19 student. You're going to St. Diego. Where are these grades coming from? And then, you know, as I got more committed to God, I realized that this reliance on myself and flesh was not helping me at all. All. I realized as I transition more from myself to more being dependent on God, it got better. And I think that's where the foundation started for me. So now I'm at a place where any test, any exam, I before I did my CSEC and KIP exam, I hosted for myself an entire prayer night session. You know, I got my shower, I got my mask, and that was me and God. Does you know, a decreeing and declaring some things. And I think, yeah, it's just a transition and, and a growing thing for me. So the confidence in the classroom wasn't that high with God at the beginning. But then as I progress and understand the importance that God had in my life, that he's not only the God of church, but the God of Olivia, and that every aspect of Olivia's life, he should be number one. Awesome. I love that. Ricardo, what do you have to say in that? The confidence that carrying that confidence in the classroom not only outside of the classroom but in that school learning space wow wow i love what olivia just said because um i think i can share the same sentiment because especially in the in the early parts of like year seven and grade eight and I think I had a gradual, I had a gradual um, change because in grade seven, I was worth doing. I was terrible. I was terrible. And I was doing everything right. I, I did my homework. I did my classwork. I did the unit test. But I was just not getting any grades that I used to get. And I, I wouldn't really say fail grade seven, but I, I dropped from the standard that I normally had. And it was the same thing for grade eight. And then when it came to grade nine, now I realized I started putting 
like even extra more work into everything you know extra 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 yeah. work and then it got bet- it got better but there was a point where it was it still wasn't at the standard and it wasn't until i started pursuing relationship with god that i really saw success in my academic life like like actually like good success so like i would stay up and i would just work i, I would have my because my, I, I i love chemistry and math and physics so i would have the books with me and i would be singing songs and playing worship music even while i was studying and me and god just did their reasoning thing and like automatically it came from like i i would just be studying and then i just went into worship i just went into worship i i would just be studying go again into worship and then it wasn't even the anxiety that i would normally feel in exams and doing tests that there was just no anxiety because i trusted that god yeah. had taken care of it like it was just like complete thrusting into him and as it as it relates to outside of the classroom that is another all right so i think okay why why am i saying i think like i i think that my because my extracurricular activity is basically still ministry so even though because i'm a singer yeah. and musician so my extracurricular activities like music club and performing arts and things under and even i realized that the same level of anointing that i exhibit on a sunday singing or playing the keyboard is the same level of anointing and excellence that i bring over into um into a music club or into any sphere of creative influence that i'm in so i really think that yeah as it reta- as it relates to education it wasn't until like great and grade 11 that i really started pushing into god and seeing like more excellent results in my grades but in terms of like my um extracurricular activities it has always been a case like extended ministry to me in that regard so guys ha- has there been a time in your life where your confidence has been little or damaged and what what did it do to regain it let's begin with oliver because he surfaced it before Okay, so going back to what I mentioned before, you know, transitioning from primary school to high school, I was a A student, I was a 90 student, I was doing good. And then coming to high school, you know, more subjects, different learning techniques and all of the jazz. Um I thought I was okay. And then after I did my exams and stuff, I realized that I was not okay. And Similar to what Ricardo said, I was doing the work. It wasn't that I wasn't doing anything. I was doing my classwork. I was doing my monthly test. I was doing the work, but it just didn't show, and uh, that really hurt a bit. Um, and I think, and I thank God that I'm no longer the person that I was, because I, oh God forgive me, I really, really feel like that it was burning yeah. jealousy in me. when you know that person got hired than me or I wasn't the first in that class and I knew I put in the work and it hurt I'm not going to lie it hurt because I knew I was putting in the work and then seeing some persons well I wasn't seeing their work but I wasn't seeing the work that they were putting in yeah. and it hurt me and I think it was about third form 
uh, I think third home was the position that I just, there was a time where I just really got committed to God. And then it was just moving for a period where I'm just going to do my best. Um, and whatever I get, I just, you know, just push on with my best. I'm just believing in God and that is what I have to do. And then I got more committed to church and be more involved. So the times I would spend saving away studying, I didn't have that time again because I was doing different things. And so I was more reliant on prayer and belief in God than just my studies alone. And then from then I realized that I kind of got a momentum building. I kind of see the grades that I was expecting to get. But at the end of the day, it was nothing. I didn't go back to the thinking that, oh, it was all me or oh, I. Sometimes I would think I didn't deserve this grade because I didn't put in the hours I used to put in. And then I feel like, how did I get this? And so it was more of a humbling experience when I received certain grades than, oh, this is Olivia and I, you know, I got that grade and I got first and everything. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, Ricardo. OMG, same, Olivia, same. Like, it used to be, like, I used to baffle at how I was doing well at a point because I'm like, what? I'm not, I did not study for that test. How did I get a 90? Yeah, so it was kind of like that. In term, um, in terms of where my I regained my confidence after it was like demolished or whatever, um, there was this point in grade, I think it's probably grade seven. I think it's grade seven, where, well, I have an academic experience and I have a music club experience or an extracurricular experience. So the music club experience, I was in grade eight and um, I wasn't. An amazing singer at the time. I don't think I still don't think I'm, I'm an amazing singer, but at the time I was you are, you are. terrible. Like honestly terrible. <laughs> I was honestly terrible. And um uh I was in the choir one day and there's this lady that that came and basically I used to I think I used to sing tenor at the time. And there's this lady. There's this lady that came, and she was saying, "No man, there's a sound coming from tenors. There's a sound coming from tenors. It's such a hilarious story." And then um, my music teacher at the time, Mr. Palmer, he was like, "Wait, wait, 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 stop, Miss. Listen for the sound. Listen for where the sound is coming from." And I was there, and I was singing, I was singing, and then the lady come and she said, "Um, don't sing, don't sing, don't sing." And then that was just that was terrible, a terrible experience. And then I was, I never, I never got, to, I think we were actually preparing for uh, a performance the next day. And I, I wasn't, I couldn't sing in that, I couldn't sing in the performance because I was singing foolishness the other day. But I really think that that actually pushed me towards um, becoming a better singer, I guess. Because even though I look at it, I look at the, the situation and I laugh, yeah. but yeah. at the time it was terrible. It was, it, it was terrible. But I look at it now and I'm laughing because, you know, I've grown and I've seen where I've grown from that situation. And as it relates to academia, it was this point, I think in probably like grade nine, yeah. where I was basically like not doing I was not doing I was not doing well at all. And like, I tried to... I tried to get it in, in. I tried to get in the work, and then my teachers were just being extremely hard on me. Like, were like, I don't expect this from you, and one more or something. And it was just a really hard period. Like, I just, I, I wasn't doing well at all, and like, I was focused on other things. And 
Bagasong. But at the end of the day, I came through that year with Jesus and Jesus only. So I think those are my two examples of academic and extracurricular um, confidence improvement. Awesome. Give me a second. Just let me pause this for a sec. Right, awesome. I love you guys' testimony of what happened and what you went through because I can share with the same that third form was that little change part of my life for me also. That's when I really started to spend time with God and that changed the whole spectrum of who I am. That spending time knowing God, knowing who he is. So awesome. I love that. And so when you guys know, you guys have reached this point in life when where you guys have good, great confidence, you guys have great responsibilities. So when you, when you reach that point again, because we all reach this point in life where we feel unsure of a task and we feel like we're not able to do something, how do you go, go about regaining some level of confidence in that area. It might be new to you, it might be something newly to introduce. Tell me about it, Olivia. Okay, so for me, um, I can think of a few examples, but probably the most prominent one was when I was doing my CSEC examination. So me and my enough self said I wanted to do 10 subjects and preparing for them are near the finish line. Physics was ooh, physics was like I physics was just not working with me and it's just so funny looking back at it now, but I was really worried about physics and also Spanish because I love Spanish, but when it came to the orals, um I got untested. And so with physics, I I thought I was going to fail. I thought, well not fail, let me not say that. I thought I wasn't going to get the grade that I wanted to get. And so remember enough, I think it was five days leading up to the physics examination, I had a drama production at my church. Um, I think it was called Roman and I was supposed to be the stage manager so I had to be at rehearsals I had to be there to you know, make sure everything was going right and it was three nights and so during that period I didn't put in the work that I wanted to put in for the physics yeah. and so I was just left to just God I was left to God and I think that was the turning point for me with prayer because I I always love praying but I think during that period uh, you know my prayer life was beaten up because the studies were just not going the information was just not sticking my teacher was not much help either and so I was only left to God and I was only left to the grace of God and I put in I didn't put any confidence in my studies whatsoever if I truthfully I had to tell you what I put into my physics preparation um I had no confidence in that I had confidence in my prayer life that's what I had confidence yeah. in and so that was where I got the shift in knowing that 
my confidence in my studies just wasn't cutting it because when I put in the work for something, I don't get the grade that I wanted. But then sometimes I don't put in the work for something, I got some unbelievable grades. I'm like, where did this come from? So I just shifted from that because the grades were so unpredictable. Studying was not something that I could have confidence in. But with God, once I knew I had put my faith and, you know, I just placed it all in God's hands, I was satisfied with whatever I received. And I said, God, if this is what I deserve, then I'm going to take it. And I had no problem with it. And so, yes, that was a point where, you know, I got a little confidence back again and just shifting from, you know, my studies and physical aspects to just God and just, you know, trusting in Him totally. Awesome. Is that the same thing that you share also, Ricardo? Just shifting that focus? Yes, like honestly, like, um, so as you said, to cope with, um, like, for instance, feeling down or, or, you know, feeling less confident about something like a challenge come up, like one, if I believe in anything is I believe in praying in the spirit. I believe that it's such a powerful tool. Yeah. It's like a new, new zeal, new fire. It's like you download to get put put back um, the mysteries and 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 put back the things of God inside my spirit so that I don't wear out. And then there's this other thing where I adjust my perspective. So apart from praying in the spirit, I adjust my perspective because I believe that is God. God is telling you to do something. It's His work. It's His thing. So if you are getting discouraged about it. It seems like a you problem. It seems like you're not looking through the right lens. You're not looking through the right lens. So I believe that expert. And whenever I'm in a place where I find myself doubting things, or saying, "Yo, God, this doesn't look like it's gonna work out," or some, I realize I realize that it's automatic. There's so there's something that happened to shift my perspective to think that way. So a lot of times I have to be clearing and say all right ricardo you're not looking through the lens of ricardo but you need to look through the lens of god what is god saying about this situation what is god saying about this mountain that you need to cross over what is god saying about what is happening right now so what i realize is that when i start doing that it's almost like it acts as like this whole repurposing and i get um a, a new view of, of the thing the biblical term i think is apocalypse i get an apocalypse i get a new view of what is happening there's an unveiling and there are even strategies and things that lord tells me in those moments get over it or even things that he reveals to me that i never have i never look 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 at before so whenever whenever that happens i have to realize to shift my perspective that this is god's work and if he's telling me to do it then he has me he must he, he has foreseen this obstacle that means i must go to consult him to why why this is happening so yeah like that's beautiful that shifting of the focus delving into some good prayer time So I know you guys have great regard for living in Christ as you guys have been sharing. And you guys have shared how faith in Christ really, that confidence affected the pursuit for education 
and it's awesome you guys continuing that path all the way through university so guys do you have any sayings or quotes that you would remind yourself of to remain confident or rather confident in any situation or challenge ricardo well i guess i remind myself that this is god's work and uh-huh. if he has sent me to do it he has prepared the way and he has made ways to for it to be done so all i need to do is just keep faith in him and keep confident in him awesome and you olivia um there are two actually and so a mantra that i personally live by is um we're all just living skeletons waiting for our graves so and that live life doing something awesome um the yeah. author for that is unknown and this scripture that i will always remember and this was this is always my i call it my rock in times especially examination and when i'm feeling anxious or nervous about anything is just be anxious for nothing but with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving make your request be known unto him and that is philippians 4 verse 6 awesome and i know that ricardo is bubbling to share scripture also with us let's go ahead sir lol <laughs> um um i think my scripture is um proverbs 1 verse 5 So it's the introductory yeah. part of Proverbs and after it talks about who this is to it says about the book of Proverbs that a wise man will hear and increase learning and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel I think that wisdom and lear- passion for learning things is very important because I don't as wisdom wisdom is basically I think the Greek for wisdom is um chokma I think I was reading about that um a few weeks ago. And it's basically used to say a skill or the use of knowledge or the use of skill and it's normally in war or in god or in work or anything. So basically I believe that wisdom in order for wisdom to be applicable you have to have knowledge you have to have some form of knowledge you have to have information for wisdom to work. So um I really I really believe that there is an assault per se under 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 statute of teaching especially like generally like i just believe that people will rather overlook <laughs> overlook learning and overlook um teaching and um the word of god says in i think hosea 4 um i think verse 3 or verse uh, one of them verse hosea 4 it says that um my people perish because of lack of knowledge and i think yeah. that especially in in i think that we're in a battle not only against spiritual principalities but also the philosophies of the spiritual principalities yeah. and i believe that especially especially in this era where you have people like you that say um don't do that and then people that say why don't you do that and then you know i believe this and people that say why don't you believe this so i think that there is a there is an assault in terms of we're being asked to represent what we believing but the average christian doesn't doesn't really know that or doesn't really um um represent that so proverbs says a wise man will hear 
So a wise man will hear, um, wise, listen to wise counsel, but he will also increase in learning. He will also increase in what he has. His drive for learning is always there because I don't believe that learning. I think language is always to be updated. You need updates. Like a phone needs updates. You need new information. And then it says a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. I think that it's very important that we as people, as individual, attain godly counsel in like godly fr- have godly friends have godly people to pour god's words into your life and not just people who are pouring foolishness so yeah awesome thank you guys for joining me this for this episode it was quite awesome you guys have some good testimonies and some awesome ones i i do hope you guys share them with your friends and so you guys can get to share this this whole rec-
Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Godfidence. It's all within you. I'm looking forward to hearing your questions, your answers to my questions, and your comments. Set your reminders to drop in next week. You might even hear your answer, your question, or your comment being addressed by me, your host, Will Inspires, or a special guest. Please tune in with me every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Remember, let's not just have confidence, but Godfidence.